Sex Ed Book Review Podcast, podcast where we read sex ed books before you, tell you all about them. You can decide if it's right for you and those that you care about. Content warning, we will have a discussion of sexuality, sexual health, and bodies today, a little bit. I, I would certainly hope that we would be talking about sexuality on a podcast <laughs> called Sex Ed Book Review. We've taken a hard left turn and I'm reviewing a recipe book. I mean, you know, I hang on. We I'm should, do, I'm that Googling challenge right accepted. Nope. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sex ed. I mean, like, I'm, I'm Googling. Book. There probably are like one cup. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what did you find? I don't know exactly what it is, but I believe, well, so it is still January. Yes. Yes. So in the, I am going to buy the hell out of this. I don't know that it's a sex ed, like a, a cook, an actual cookbook. Um, I, you know what? We're going to look into it later. Not okay. Right now. Stay, stay, it's a, stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> might be a thing. Um, but um, the month of January, I've decided that I'm not spending money on things that are not essential. Excellent. Ooh, hard. But excellent. Yep. yep. All of my digital shopping carts are very full. Mm. Just, <laughs> but are you just going to make up for it in February? Because I've done that too. It's I like might in January, that. I won't. And then it's like February 1. Bye, 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 that, bye. That might happen. You know what though? There, I'm sure that there. So I did find a, um, a pillow that is like a, is shaped like a, like an Italian loaf of bread. Okay. And I thought that I really needed this pillow. And I'm wondering if in a couple of weeks, I'm still going to, I mean, I might still need that pillow. Time will tell. Uh, yeah. Putting like a, putting a waiting period on impulse buys like that is probably a good idea. Yeah. I mean, self-control is a, is a whole thing. So it is, it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, Should we reintroduce ourselves in case someone's poppy and they're like, who's buying the Italian loaf? Who's buying the Italian loaf? So the one that's buying the Italian loaf is Barb. Hi. Um, I am a BCBA, so which is a board certified behavior analyst and a certified sexuality educator. And I am in Missouri in the United States. Are you buying Italian loaf shaped pillows? No, I am not. A, I'm not a wait with things in the cart person. I am sadly a like purchase, like I am a put money on it problem person that I just, yeah, it's problematic. Uh, but yeah, I'm Landa. I'm the one that I've made it to almost, I'll be 40 soon and I've never made a budget for myself, but I'm still here. Uh, and I am also a BCBA and a certified sexual health educator, slightly different, but similar, uh, because I'm based in Canada, I guess maybe, uh, and my pronouns are she and her and yeah, excited to jump into a random book today. Random book. Um, so we got a she, her pronoun for me also. Why did I not? Oh, you know what? I was going to tell you a story. This okay. Not related to that, but um, the other yesterday I was uh, in, in person. <laughs> there were people face to face and somebody said, you know, Hey, how are you? And I said, I'm terrible. And they <laughs> didn't <laughs> just know like what with a smile. Yeah. Like I'm it's awful. And, and they were like, Oh, and I said, no, like, everybody's terrible right now yeah it, it's it's just awful <laughs> and then they 
it was, it seemed like very liberating because then everyone was like, oh yeah, I feel terrible too. So I don't know if that was liberate. I don't know if I just like brought the whole mood down. Yeah. You, you got to share though. Yeah. I said that this week too, where I was just like, where I like, and when I ask, how are you? It's not like, there's just like a baseline level of weird that like everyone's in currently in this like fourth wave of this pandemic. And just, it's just, <laughs> and then when I ask, how are you? It's like, is there anything else I need to be aware of? That's like, what else are you carrying on top of that, that I could be aware of that might help me facilitate how we interact on this day? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, we should, yeah, uh, respond. I'm trying to also not just not ask people that question and just say like, hi, nice to see you or something like that. But it's so hard to break those scripts of like, hi, how are you? Good. How are you? Fine. Great. I, and that's yeah, it. I don't do those um good it doesn't make sense to me so I never have so I've always answered honestly I learned um probably when I was about 10 years old that that's not how you're supposed to do it and then I realized when I was like 13 or 14 years old that I didn't care care (laughs) you're asking me a question you're getting honesty um so um excellent yeah I just don't uh so yeah people always hear it so some people stopped asking Yay. Which um, <laughs> is probably. Ooh, I, this is fun. What are we talking yeah. about? We're talking about a book. Oh, yeah. Right. We're here to talk about a, a book. About sex education and not cookbooks yes. yet. Yet. Give it time. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about a, I brought a little book today. Uh, as always, as ever. Just one resource, one way to look at or think about a concept, um, help people get started, decide if this book is something that they might want to check out. Um, This is, as promised uh, in a previous episode, my random library pickup. So I went to the library and I just grabbed the first sex ed sort of type book that I could find. And that's the book we're going to talk about today. That's what we got. Yeah. So what's it called? Tell me. It is called ABC of Gender Identity. It's adorable. So some people can't see your book. Yes. Um, So it is. So I think, well, a couple of reasons that I picked this book. One, I promised to do a random library pickup. Two, I went to the sort of like sex ed bodies science section of the, like one of the like little local libraries. mm -hmm. And this cover of this book is my favorite color which is like a kind of this like teal periwinkle anything in that kind of like family I'm just like I have a wall in my apartment that's painted that color I'm just drawn to it so I was like oh look at that and then I was like perfect this is exactly what we need so it's a little teal color um there's kind of four simple cartoon um little people on it like kids like like block shape yeah, they're like all of the same like oval shaped head and like a squarish little body. They're all wearing the same outfit, which I'll talk about a bit later. It's like just it's like a white t-shirt and jeans and like maybe some sneakers. Solid. Um, no one no one really puts their small children in white shirts though. I think that's no quite... fact. <laughs> Aside yeah. from that, I support it. <laughs> yes. Um, and then it's got the ABC in like big bold colorful letters and then of gender identity is in sort of like a little rainbow um like a variety of different colors which is cute 
Um, and the author and illustrator, so they've done both uh, for this book is Davinka Dalal. And um, the book is about gender identity, obviously, and, and sort of part of that for lots of folks is their pronouns. Um, and so we shared ours at the beginning that we both use she, her pronouns. And I sort of did that thing where I looked, I didn't search online for, for this author, so I might have been able to find it, but they didn't state their pronouns anywhere in the book. There's not really like an about the author section. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know their pronouns. So I will use they uh, for this person yeah. when we talk about them. So Davinka Dalal, um, there's a little guide for the adults that are using it because it's a children's book at the end that has a different author, uh, Michelle Angelo. So also pronouns weren't listed. So I will also use they, them for that person. Yeah. And it's from Jessica Kingsley, who does quite a lot of publishing of like these kinds of books. Like they're a big uh, publishing, publishing house, publishing person for sort of like education and lots of sex ed books come from Jessica yeah. Kingsley. Yes. That's why I, I, as soon as I heard that, I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fabulous. And a new book, right? Yeah. Fresh uh, 2021. So brandish new. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did do the library pickup, but I did a quick online search and it's available at, you know, all your online retailers, all of those sorts of things, which is great. Um, and I mean, people may or may not have guessed from the title of ABC of gender identity is it it sort of follows an ABC format. Like a lot of children's books do a is for alligator B is for baboon C is for crocodile, that sort of vibe. Uh, So it follows that sort of a is for B is for, for 26 letters of the alphabet. So each page is a letter of the alphabet with one of those simple cartoonish kids. I, I think they're kids. I don't know. Maybe they're not. They're all, they're shorter than the letters of the alphabet. So I interpreted that as children, but, and it's a book for kids. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but Small yeah, every page has, yeah, smallish. Every page has a, like the letters, uppercase, lowercase, and a kid. And then on the opposite page is a term and then a little definition of the term. Okay. So that's the whole layout of the book. And it's about gender identity. As the yes. title suggests. As the title suggests, indeed. Um, and yeah, and and just about gender identity too. So like they don't um, sort of like get that mixed in or mixed up with other ideas like expression or like sexual or romantic mm-hmm. orientation. So it's, it's very specifically like just about different uh, words. Um, and phrases, um, there's some pronouns that are about how people identify, not um, how they present to the world. So their gender expression, and not about orientations like gay, straight, bi, all pan, all of those. So those are left out. Um, I would, I think that that would be a cute idea for like some companion books for this, oh. like an ABC of gender expression and ABC of sexual orientation. So if Jessica Jessica Kingsley publishers is listening, that's a thing we would like to see jumping ahead. Cause we usually talk about what are the things we'd like to see? There it is. Add on. There it is. (laughs) Yeah. It it looks adorable. Quite. Tell me more. 
Well, I mean, I think, I think the intent, although not explicitly stated is sort of in this, like maybe five to seven ish based on the format. Like, I think if you were going to give this to a child who was older, they might be like, this is too kitty for me. Like the M, you know, mm-hmm. they, they might think that it's too preschoolish, but some of the, the terminology is something that like, uh, you know, I think some five-year-olds might be familiar with, but some five-year-olds might not be, which I think is kind of the point of the book is like, yeah. w- like we need to start having conversations that include some of these terms. I'll talk about a couple of them later, but um, and if we start having those conversations early, then you sort of know what you know when you know it, right? Right. That exactly. we've talked about. Yeah. If you don't have the language, then you don't know. And so if you're start to hear that language when you're younger, then you can start to use those terms about people in your life that might use those terms or for yourself, if that feels like something you want to explore. Right. So I think I would say five to seven ish for the for the format, but yeah, super like bright, colorful, approachable. When you first open it up, it's uh, kind of like hypnotizing, but there's like the pride flag sort of colors, like across the entirety of the whole book. And I was like re reading it last night and just putting in some markers of like what I wanted to talk about. And it was like late. And I was like, getting hypnotized by the pride. It's, it's, it's it's a little overwhelming. It's a lot. Just a skush. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So those were cute. Um, the, I like, I like the simple drawings. I think it, 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 those, those were nice. It's like clearly like digitally illustrated. I mean, I think, I guess, I don't know anything about illustration clearly, but I would assume it was, (laughs) it was computer illustrated. And there was a few terms in here that were new to me, which is always a thrill. Yeah. So I, uh, I highlight, I just picked like three that I was like, I will just bring these ones up. Yes. I was just going to ask for that. You read my mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, Juxera for the letter J, J-U-X-E-R-A, someone whose gender identity feels feminine, but not entirely feminine. And so I was like, that's news, new to me. I don't know if it comes from like juxtaposed. Yeah. You know, like sort of like I feel that, but I don't, but opposite. I don't know. An additional resource that I wanted to say to like point people to is um, there's like an lgbta.fandom.com. Mm-hmm. I can send it to you for the link. It's like a, it's basically like an LGBT wiki sort of page where you can like look up different um different terminologies they are a great resource for flags so different flags and what yes different pride flags are yeah yeah um yeah and and so looking at their flag there's like a couple different ones they're like kind of like pinkish to orange kind of hues and then there's another like black background with like a pentagon i think with a couple like a triangle inside with a some pinkish pinks and blues so yeah um and i think that having and i'm we'll we'll share that link also where i feel like that'll be helpful is like you're describing this term insane right i was like i don't know exactly what that is but i was immediately like it the the definition kind of made me go well that sounds demi girl ish and also if there's a different term there's a reason 
And now I'll right. that that's probably the first place I'm going to go and go like, what's the difference? So yeah. You know. Yeah, that definitely. Yeah. If there's a, if there's the ter- terms sort of within gender identity have evolved based on need mm-hmm. and like personal need. Right. So like that word doesn't quite fit me. Um, you talked about Demi boy or Demi girl, and I'm pretty sure that that is what that they D? put for, for the letter D yes. Demi gender. Oh, yeah. 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 Someone who identifies only partly with a gender Demi girl or Demi boy. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. So I knew that one, but Juxera has obviously come from somebody or buddies who thought that they needed a term that better represented them, right. which was awesome. I'm, I highlighted L both because it's my name and also I hadn't heard Libra gender, someone okay. who is mostly a gender, but has a strong connection to a different gender. Okay. Which when I first read it, Libra gender, I thought like Libra, like free, maybe like free of gender, like not attached to, but which that, yeah. And I kind of yeah. went Libra. I don't know. I went to, um, scales. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Like balancing. Yeah. I went to, yeah. Uh, what do you yeah. call that? Astrology. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, and what was the other one? Oh, this one I loved, uh, which I made total sense to me when I heard it, but I hadn't heard it used by anybody personally before. Um, Ven gender, someone whose gender identity is formed by two overlapping genders, makes as in Venn totally, diagram. Right. Totally makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So people have kind of taken like other words and obviously like the sources of words and changed them over time. So, mm-hmm. um, and made them work for them. So those were a few that I, I wanted to highlight that were like new to me, which I think was kind of important both for me to say and for people to hear that like, I'm a sex educator. I teach often about gender identity in like my classes or with clients. Um, and there's still stuff that's new to me and I can, everyone can learn. So like not to be overwhelmed um, if you're hearing lots of different phrases and using a, a resource like the LGBTA wiki is a great resource to find more information. Yeah. Sure. And one thing that you were saying that I thought was just kind of bring it back to this. I think this is a, a great way to, to frame things is you said, you know, sometimes folks are going to come up with a word that fits better, which is cool mm-hmm, <laughs> right? totally. like, I'm like saying exactly what you just said again and I think that just you know that we're here and framing things that way is super important mm-hmm. because there are people absolutely who may think differently and may not understand the utility of having some way to be able to explain who you are in a way that actually is accurate, right? Yeah. The precision in language is important. Um, that using words and phrases that actually mean what you need them to mean instead of using things that don't quite fit because it's yeah. hard, it's hard to communicate something when you don't have the right language. Totally. We, we've, yeah. been, we've been going along with kind of like in the very rickety language for a really long time. <laughs> so I mean, right. It's, you know, well, I'm not, you know, it's not this or this or like this. And like, those are all of the words that we have. Yeah. So make words that make sense. That's how, that's how language works. (laughs) 
Yeah. 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 If we were all talking like we did, you know, even a hundred years ago, people wouldn't like understand each other very well, let alone any time period before then. So like we, yeah, we have to evolve. Yes. Yes. So yeah, I love that there was new terms and stuff. I like the simplicity of the book. One thing that I was kind of thinking about is something that I would maybe add to, um, was like the word using the words in a sentence. So there's a definition, but it's not used in a sentence. But I then I started wondering, like, maybe the author did that on purpose because everybody might use those in a or how people use the words is so individual. Mm-hmm. You know, putting a sentence underneath as like an example might lead people to put the term into small of a box. Yep. And then they couldn't kind of like think around it. And I think that that would be more useful maybe for the adults reading who might be just becoming more familiar with the language when like kids, like young kids, when you give them a new word, you know, when the kids are learning language, they're just like, cool, that word goes with that thing. Yep. Done. Good. Got it. Awesome. Cool. I'll play around with that. Try it out. See what happens. Great. That's how we learn. But then as we get older, we get a bit stuck. So I wonder if they made that choice on purpose, I think to keep the simplicity of the book, but then to not get stuck. And that's where, you know, grownups or anyone else who's reading and says, this is a new term. I don't know. Go look it up. And then mm-hmm. you're going to find your, you know, you'll find other exemplars of how that term is used. And then you can kind of like pull all of those. No one yeah. watching can see my hands pulling things. Um, but you then you can bring all of those um, exemplars together to be able to get a picture. Yeah, it's like a classic like thought web, right? If like people remember doing those when you're going to make something, you got something in the middle, which might be like, I'll pick a random page. Mm-hmm. It, oh, it needs to be random. Like Caesar, gender neutral pronouns that can yeah. be used when speaking in the third person. And so you could like have that in the middle and then you could like have spokes off from there and just kind of fill it in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for like, if, a grown-up was reading it with a kid and you didn't know what the word was. I mean, there's a definition, but like, if you're like, I'd like to learn more about that. Like, I think that's also a cool model for kids of like, I've never heard that. Like kids so rarely get the experience of having an adult admit that they don't know something. We need to be all be better at that. But you know, that, that could be a nice little way to expand on the information in this book. Yeah. And I think that's something where, you know, Ideally, so if it's, you know, and I know we usually talk later about here is how families can use this. Um, I think part of it can actually be the exploration of looking into, you know, how is this word different than this, you know, um, know, frames of opposition. So here's this word. It's not this. Here's how they might be different, which kind of helps you to figure out where that term is in relation to other terms. Yeah. So here's this one. It's not this. Here's this one. It's like this, but it's different in this way. Yeah. So yeah, kind totally. of seeing that is, is a way to kind of, so then we're modeling curiosity. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's great. I think we should be doing that. Which we need to do. We need to do yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. What, 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 what have we not covered? Well, yeah. Is, I mean, are there any other things you think doing differently? I mean, I'm guessing absolutely, you know, there, you would probably want some supplements. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, we already talked about the wiki and obviously this is like a big, like a beginning, a beginning book. And so you're going to want to do extra. If kids have questions, you could get another 
other books. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, if there's plenty of books out there now about like LGBTQIA plus identities um, that are, that are really great. So you could supplement those as kids get, get older and have like maybe more complex questions, those sorts of things. Um, I I think that would be great. I agree with you also, like this book just being about gender identity means that this gets to live in its own text. And then if you're going to be also talking about um, expression or you're going to be talking about, um, you know, attraction or orientation. Now this kind of lives in its own space. So again, then, you know, kind of using opposition or exclusion saying like, Hey, and these are different things. People sometimes talk about them in the same, uh, in the same space. These are right. different. So I think that almost helps to introduce as a separate concept. Yeah. Yeah. Like every kid was sort of like, well, what about like, gay or something like that. I'd be like, oh, that's actually different from identity. That's yeah. a that's how somebody feels about like how they relate to other people around them. Yeah. Um, that's more of a sexual orientation or a romantic orientation. And you can have those conversations. So yeah. It's yeah. um, like there was um, you know, sometimes we talk about like other things that like the pictures and language and things like that. So mm-hmm. um, you know I think it's pretty new. So I think it's pretty accurate. I would say, save for the fact that like the way that they define something here, if you were reading this and then you came across something uh, like through another resource, or you had somebody in your life that like used that term in a different way, mm-hmm. you know, I, w- you know, making sure that people aren't sort of saying like, well, I, <laughs> I'm sure people, maybe people wouldn't do this, but I read that ungender means this and you're saying that it's this. And so you're like never kind of creating that, like, this is not like dictionary definitions are meant to be like nuanced and changed and like depending on context and the person. So I think the language is as accurate as it can be for, for definitions of terms that are kind of consistently changing and individualized. Yeah. Um, Yeah. 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 I like the the pictures and like the simplicity of it for sure. Um, You know, we sometimes we talk about like inclusive language and inclusive I'm thinking um, if we're going to have a, a gender inclusive book, this is probably a, a <laughs> yeah. great one. I, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like the the people are all like the same, right? They've got their their oval head and their squarish body. They're, it didn't strike me at first until I was looking at it with like a slightly more critical eye that they were all wearing the same outfit. Yeah. And then like then that outfit continues throughout to sort of neutralize that. So the only real differences are like their hair is styled differently sometimes, um, but their faces are pretty neutral. There's like a variety of skin tones. Yeah. Which is, and even which the is hair. Good. Can you go back to the front of the front of the book where it has all of these individuals? So even all the hairstyles are gender neutral like there's nothing it's specifically yeah. oh that's whichever you know yeah yeah binary. traditional gender you might associate expression yeah. you might associate with a, a hair yeah and yeah and I think there's something really powerful with that there was another book that I was sharing with somebody mm, don't remember anyway there was a book I was sharing with somebody and I kind of had that same realization of like whoa, I didn't realize before how deliberate so shout out to all the uh sex education book illustrators who are making those deliberate decisions, those artistic Mm -hmm. decisions to make it so that it's not blatantly, you know, binary gendered either clothing 
or hairstyles or body shape or whatever, because like the fact that it took a while to notice means that it's doing its job, I think. Yeah. 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 Yes. For sure. Yeah. And I, the, um, yeah, like very simple, the language bit, I mean, obviously I would, ex- I was kind of expecting it, but like, I've definitely seen some, maybe not um, no specific book comes to mind, but definitely resources mm-hmm. where like they, so this one is like, Kinney gender, someone who is unable to pinpoint their gender due to the stress of the questioning process, but they use that someone. Um, but I've definitely seen some resources, which I would characterize as not the best resources where it's like a girl who feels like they're not a boy or a girl. And it's like, but you just what? used, you just, yeah, that's not how <laughs> yeah. this works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it definitely, uh, it definitely like met its, uh, purpose with, with that in terms of, in terms of the yeah. identity. Um, I mean, there's no, like, we don't have a diversity of body types in that we all have the same body type. So. <laughs> it's all rectangle. But, yeah. Again, not, I wasn't kind of expecting that, that for this, for this book or different sure. abilities and, and things like that. Yeah. Um, it, there could have been, you know, sure. some of that added potentially, but. And, you know, something that I think that there are perhaps times where having uniformity of body image is beneficial. And that mm-hmm. was the, the point that I was just making that, you know, there, there are perceptions of what a, uh, you know, stereotypically feminine body style is a stereotypically masculine body style is, and that's problematic when you, you know, identify as female, you know, present, I guess, female, sure, but your body type doesn't hundred percent do that. And mm-hmm. th- there's stuff that goes with that. So this book is taking all that out. Yeah. None of that. You're just yeah, a rectangle. Neut- neutral on purpose. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's clearly very purposeful and not like an oversight, right? Yeah. Supportive. Uh, so who yeah. who are you going to be recommending this one to? Um, I mean, I think like the 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 format is sort of that like grade one, two, maybe kinder one, two. They've got that repeating phrase, like someone who that like kids can kind of like learn, but the actual, some of the words and some of the descriptions are, are more, I would say like for independent reading at like a three to five, fifth, third to fifth grade reading level, just because some of the the words get like a little bit longer, just by virtue of having to be a definition. (laughs) You're getting real Latin root with some of this. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. And that's okay. Um, Yeah. I mean, I could almost see, you know, families that have even younger children who want to be just having conversations and also wanting just books that have that sort of like alphabet stuff. Yeah. I love the, like, I love a book like this. That's just like, and we've got the ABC animals and we've got the ABC gender and we've got the ABC fruit and we've got Mm -hmm. the ABCs of racism. And they're just like, they're in the, I don't know if the ABCs of racism is a, is a book. It should be. I want to say, yeah. Yeah. Um, But something like that, right. Where like kids are just going to pick it up and just, have it around and like it's not a big deal it's just a thing that exists in the world like fruits and animals there we go yeah <laughs> i like it um so if you were um and we've talked before that um we often support folks who um are neurodiverse um who are neurodivergent what would you do would is this something that you would be adding to your 
Yeah, I mean, I think the simplicity of this is good for folks that are pretty like literal thinkers or want really or want black and like a clear answer to something like what does this thing mean? It could it could be really good for that. I think there's probably going to be more questions like what if and then like but what about and what if this thing happens? And I think that that those are all um, those are all those would all be be super fair questions and that should be exploration and sometimes for me anyway doing that work with people who really want a black and white answer is like sometimes you have to go around quite a lot about trying to create a nuance and it depends on the context or like well what if a person used this term in one place but then i heard them use a different term with somebody else like well maybe they don't feel safe in that other place describing themselves as this thing so then they use these things in this place and um so lots of conversations for sure but um, I don't, yeah. I don't like to use the term black and white to describe a book that is literally rainbow on the <laughs> yeah. first page. That's bothering. This book is anything but black and white. It's very rainbow. Yeah. yeah. There was actually in the guide for adults at the back, which is like very brief. It's yeah. just kind of two pages in smaller text that's, that's written. Um, there was a couple good kind of questions and one that I thought could be like potentially really powerful that I wanted to highlight before we, uh, wrap up was, um, do you, uh, one of their suggested questions was, do you think somebody who identified as, and then you could just pick then gender would be accepted in your school would be accepted in your Whoa. family? Yeah. And I thought that that would, was like a really potentially really powerful question to ask kids. Like, well, especially if, um, if that, if it isn't a term that's come up because you know, somebody or the child's, you know, bringing it up for themselves or whatever. Um, I think that's a good way to just get kids to think about it. I think that would be a hard question for like a, a, a five-year-old would probably be like, yep. <laughs> like turn around and yep which I think is like that's the answer yeah. right of, for a five-year-old is like like do they like spider-man <laughs> or like We're okay do yeah. They, yeah like do they like butterflies yeah okay <laughs> like you know right like they literally do not care yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so I thought that was a just a like a potentially powerful question and I liked some of the other bits in the guide yeah. for adults too I dig it. Any other kind of last thoughts on it? I am going to look and see if it's in my library. Um, I mean, I know it's in mine. That's where I found it. (laughs) No, I mean, I thought it was like kind of, I did the thing where I was like, I'm just going to literally pick the first book that I see. And I did. And I was like, this is actually really cute. I really like it. Um, yeah, so it's it's fabulous. And I just turned it over and read the information about the author and illustrator and see that their pronouns as used in the sentences are she. She currently lives in New York City. Okay. So, yeah. So scrub that beginning bit and we'll we'll bring it back to the top with you know, the, the pronouns of the it's, author. It's okay. I said neurodiverse instead of neurodivergent, which was very, I, as soon as I said, it, I was like, that doesn't even make sense in a sentence. Like. But language, right? Uh, yeah. It's okay. It evolves. It changes. It, it gets does. muddled up in sentences all the time. Sometimes we do our best. We say things because we need sleep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my. so that's it. Uh, yeah, I think it would be a nice little addition to an ABC based collection. I like it. I'm going to say some stuff to send us out. Yes, absolutely. 
phenomenal. Sex Ed Book Review is a collaboration between Landa Fox and Barb Gross, and the views and opinions expressed on this podcast should not be a substitute for professional or clinical advice. Find us on Instagram at Sex Ed Book Review and at www.sexedbookreview.com. Thank you.